Welcome to the Cerebral Mind Control Podcast. You're listening to episode number 54 with Low. This episode has been brought to you by Enigma Talent and Entertainment, Canada's one-stop shop for premium corporate quality entertainment services, ranging from hypnotists, mentalists, magicians, photo booths, DJs, bands, photographers, and videographers, anything that you can think of for entertainment services. Now, on this episode, we speak and learn from Lo, a.k.a. Jessica Burnett. She is a artist, singer, songwriter, hailing from Regina, Saskatchewan, and you have to hear her story. It's amazing, and I learned so much. So please, take the next hour out of your time, and let's get right into it. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jessica Burnett, a.k.a. Lo. Thank you so much for coming out here. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm super happy to be here. How are you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, it's been a good weekend. Yeah, it's well, the first time we're actually meeting. And <laughs> yeah, it's pretty face cool. to face. Yeah. yeah, I've seen like your Instagram is awesome. Thanks. I appreciate that. So is yours. <laughs> it's, you somehow are able to make it like a, a gallery, like a an art gallery, essentially. Yeah, I try to curate three, it right? in a way that, yeah, yeah, to keep it kind of consistent um, and and uh, vibey, yeah. Yeah, and it fits your brand really well, at least I feel like it does. And Thanks. So, I guess for those that don't know who you are, mm-hmm. that are watching or listening, why don't you give us a, a backstory of yourself? Um, what do you want to know? Um... 25. I'm a singer out of Regina, Saskatchewan. Um, I do a solo electro R&B act. Uh, like I said, it's pretty vibey, pretty dark. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've been doing music forever, but the solo thing I've only been doing for about two years now. Okay. So yeah, it hasn't been a, a long time, but I feel like it's progressed pretty quickly so i'm yeah, yeah i'm excited really about cool. everything yeah i like that yeah so and you're about to go to europe right away yeah yeah we're leaving for the uk um my flight leaves on the 9th so that's next tuesday i think tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's getting getting close sweet and mm-hmm. uh, you're going out there with uh, the dgs yeah. Samurai Champs? Yeah, totally. DJS Samurai Champs and uh, Vibrator as well from Saskatoon are yeah. coming out. They're going to do some DJing stuff and uh, Typhoon Don as well. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about Ron earlier. He's going to come and be a part of the crew. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, okay, so 25. What was before that? What was before this whole adventure? Uh, um, I don't know. I just, you know, schooling and working and just trying to grow into the person that I am, I guess okay. now. But, um, yeah, music was always a constant thing. So I feel like it was sort of a natural progression. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So natural progression from what exactly? Uh, just, I don't know, you know, when you're growing up, you're kind of trying to figure out like what you want to do, who you oh, want to yeah. be. And like, um, I always had this dream of doing music and I, I guess I wasn't always sure if like that was an attainable thing that I wanted to pursue. Um, but I think it like, it was always there in the back of my mind. And like I said, I was always really involved with like singing and, in instruments and all these things. So anyways, um, yeah, I think, I think like it ended up, I'm happy with where I am right now yeah. anyways. Yeah. It ended up being pretty good. And did you ever see yourself being where you currently are? I, uh, <laughs> I dreamt about it. Like I said, like going yeah. to the UK is a huge dream that uh, I've, I've seen other local artists do other friends do. Um, I've, I've been to the UK before as part of another act, but this is the first time I'm going, uh, under my own name. So it's, it's really exciting. And, um, yeah, it takes, takes a lot of things. I, I guess you wouldn't, you don't always see like how hard it is to get to those places right, sometimes, exactly. but yeah, I'm really excited that it's happening. Yeah. Most people only ever see the, the success, but they don't see the, the years of hard work behind it. Yeah, totally. All of the, all of the not fun stuff that goes into exactly. a creative career path. Yeah. So how do you, how do you stay creative? Um, well, it's, I'm lucky in a way that it's, it's lucky and unlucky. My brain's just like always, I think veered that way. Okay. Um, I think of everything sort of in a different way. Uh, but like, I also am lucky enough to have my, my day job right now is very creative. I'm, 
a jewelry designer by day. So I like, oh, cool. I, I still simulate that side of my brain while I'm at work and right. then I can go home and put that into the music as well. So, yeah. Do you ever have a uh, writer's block? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now I feel like I'm in writer's block cause I'm so, I've been so focused on augmenting the live show for these, uh, past showcases and the one coming up, okay. um, that like the writing hasn't been my main focus lately. Um, but definitely trying to get back to that and hopefully maybe like on the flights and throughout the travel, I can uh, come up with some inspiration for some new songs. Right. Yeah. So when did it occur to you in your mind that this this could be something huge. Like this is, could be your career. Um, I honestly, I don't know when I probably, when I started working with Marvin was when, um, I sort of like found someone who believed in this as much as I did and like had sort of an idea about how to go about things. And, um, yeah. And then once you're kind of like into that scene and you see all the things that everyone else is doing, it becomes like a real tangible, thing and there's more obvious steps like I mean there's never a clear like I said uh, way to go about things when it's like a creative path that you're taking but there are some steps and there's people that can help you out and mentor you and sort of show you the way and at least you can watch them do it too and like that gives you hope and and inspiration for yourself to achieve those things right really cool yeah. so who were your inspirations oh um like lo like locally or like artists that inspire me or anything. I don't know. Who's, what's the first person that comes to your mind when when you think inspiration? Oh man. Um. Uh, <laughs> probably Marvin too. Like, nice. yeah, he's yeah, like he's awesome, an inspiration right? for all of us. Yeah. Shout out to Murph Gotti. <laughs> um. Yeah, he was on the the podcast. I forget exactly what episode. I'm just gonna guess that it was 45, 44 or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. Cool. Yeah, he's been here before though. You guys have chatted. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, he does so much. Um, he's a very inspiring guy. I think uh, other like artists maybe on a bigger platform that are ins inspirations to me are uh, like artists like Banks, like other like dark kind of R&B female singers. Um, okay. I get really inspired, yeah, by women that do things uh, out, of, out of the box that are really trying to like put a new stamp on femininity. That's kind of my thing too, is just like bringing that feminine force to, to the music scene. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anything wavy right now is like really inspiring for me. It's like, what do you mean by wavy? Uh, just like anybody like wavy, <laughs> like, uh, like, like making waves. Yeah. Or just okay. like that has that wavy sound or that wavy style is kind of like a mixture of, um, I don't know, mixture of all different sorts of, uh, collective backgrounds like I don't know for me like I I'm like classically trained so I bring a lot of uh, that I think with me and I have to sort of break out of those constructs when I'm doing my low stuff as well but um, like I don't know just I've been listening to a lot of like black lately and like Bryson Tiller or Janaiko or like those kind of artists that are like sort of pioneering the genre I guess you could say right okay mm -hmm. and what genre Exactly. Uh, it's like a new wave kind of like electro R&B, like soul, like a laid back soul. But I I can't really. It's That's the thing. It's kind of new, it's right? A, it's like we're still trying to. More, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. We're still trying to to peg it. <laughs> what is yeah. it exactly? But right. we like it. It sounds good. It feels good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I've listened to some of your music. It's, it's amazing. You have a good voice. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you guys definitely have a, a really good team. And you're with Trifecta and obviously. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. You guys definitely have a great team. Yeah. And thanks. It's awesome seeing uh, like Saskatchewan folk getting together. Getting together. Yeah. Doing like some crazy stuff. So yeah, it's... I'm excited to see what's next. Do you, do you have some plans for the future? Like in the next maybe year or so, like um, for your personal brand? Yeah. So when we get back from the UK, I'm going to focus really hard on getting the album out and, um, doing that in a proper way that's uh, still working on the release strategy for it. But hopefully that's going to be coming out in the fall. And uh, yeah, just releasing content. Um, that's that's the main focus after the touring, the big touring dates. I mean, we're still hopefully, we're looking at, at maybe uh, going back to Germany in the fall if we get into Reaperbahn. That'd be sweet. So that would be another big trip, um, which would be really great to do. But yeah, definitely just building that like online content and uh following and you know reaching out and just keep doing what we're doing and hopefully it for sure yeah it works out so 
What would you say? Because I know like your Instagram game is pretty good. <laughs> what would you say to somebody listening that wants to build that that area that that platform? Uh, Instagram. Okay. Um, I guess just think about what you um, are like. For me, again, I was talking about like growing into what I wanted to be. You have to really know, I guess, who you are and what you want to put out into the world, and like who you want people to know you as. Um, yeah, like I, I think my Instagram is pretty, I kind of keep it low key, like mysterious. Like I don't do a, a lot of like long um, captions or anything. Yeah, I noticed I kind of like, yeah, for the most part, I keep it pretty Short like. Short and simple and like yeah. right to the point. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. So, I mean, that's just me. Like I'm not a super wordy person <laughs> as we're talking on the podcast but yeah. anyway yeah it's it, but it's up to you maybe you could be maybe you have a lot to say and maybe that's where your strong points lie is in the in the text content um but mostly i think yeah just figuring out like what what do you want to do what do you want to be who are you now um and how are you going to bring that all together in uh a visual form right yeah okay and i've noticed that it's mainly photos are you going to be doing videos soon yeah so that's that's a that's a medium that i'm super new at i'm i'm not like you are very experienced in the video i'm i'm not so but i do want to start putting more video out there i used to put out like covers and like more videos like a couple of years ago right. um and then i i don't know where it really changed i just kind of I liked the aesthetic more of just putting like pictures and having that, but I, I definitely get that uh, video is like, yeah. is really the, the future and everyone wants to see more, right? Like everyone wants to see more real time. Oh, for sure. So, uh, yeah, hopefully I'm going to get into some video right away here. Sweet. Well, look forward to that. Yeah. So, okay. Now it's actually, there's a few questions that I'll throw through in throughout the podcast and okay. they're questions that I've asked almost every single person that's been a guest on the podcast. Okay. And uh, I guess I'll just, I'll go to one of them right now. And it, do you know what motivates you? Yeah. Um, motivation. Yeah. Motivation for me comes from past experiences and just wanting to, uh, I guess, always be better and do, do better things. Okay. Um, I really want to get to the point in my career where I can uh, give back and like, um, make, make a difference, um, for girls, young girls and maybe be that person that like I wouldn't need it or, uh, you know, people need when they're younger and just, just be like an inspiration and someone that can, uh, can help out in that way. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think like, uh, you know, the gender gap is closing, but it's definitely far from being closed completely. And, um, I really want to, uh, I guess, portray a strong woman that, that can um that can do things that are outside of the box and not be afraid <laughs> right yeah exactly and yeah i already see that coming and, and starting cool thanks so okay so now we know what motivates you mm -hmm. the person that you are today and the person that you are five years ago what's the biggest difference um, just knowing, uh, having a clear head and a clear vision, I would say about okay. all of those things and like knowing that that was what I wanted to do and that's what I want to do. Five years ago, I probably, um, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't have had such like a strong desire or, um, yeah, it, it would have been more lost. Like I was definitely right. lost five years ago. Uh, I was still, you know, doing my arts degree at the University of Regina, which was, it was sweet, but like I knew it wasn't what I wanted to pursue full time. Um, I met a lot of cool people. I learned a lot of cool skills. Um, but I, I do wish I would have like been doing what I'm doing now earlier right. back then. So, uh, yeah, I guess a lot has changed in five years, but uh, I'm happy with the change. So that's good. Right. And you're happy with where you are and yeah. the experience going forward. So, yeah, I got to be always grateful for where you came from and, and the exactly. journey there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I really, if you may not be where you are, if you didn't experience all of that. Yeah, totally. So, now, this is going to be a harder question, but mm. you now and you five years from now, yeah. what do you think will be the biggest difference? Uh, um, and I'm just talking about like the way you think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I hope to have evolved a lot in um, my expression and just knowledge of the field that I'm pursuing, um, like always learning. That's always a thing uh, for me is like you just can't ever stop learning and you can't ever think that you know everything because you, yeah. you never will. Anyways, so I, yeah, I hope just to be um, a lot more knowledgeable and uh, better at what I'm doing and um, hopefully, yeah. Uh, creating a positive impact in people's lives. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Thanks. So it's really, uh, you have everything figured out. It sounds like, which is <laughs> no, awesome. No, no, that's the opposite point of what I just said. <laughs> Not everything, but I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know where you, you have a clear direction. Yeah, I think huge, so. Cause a lot of people don't even know where they're going. That's true. What would you say to those people? Like how can, how would you help somebody to find where they want to be or where they want to aim to where they want to go um it might sound cliche but like what makes you happy really um and i don't mean like externally like what can you sit alone and do or think about that makes sense to you and that you're you you're good at you know something that you think um you could actually you could actually change or um like yeah make better in the world like what what do you bring to the world um and some people will be like oh you know i don't know like i'm really good at uh reading like and that's that's really applicable like what what interests you when you're reading like what kind of topics and then just figure that out from there like what what are you good at what makes you happy what makes you energized and um, like for me, I, I have sleep apnea, so I, I'm always tired. I'm always sleeping, <laughs> but like, I'll stay awake to, to do the things that I want to do and that I need to get done and that I'm like happy doing. So what keeps you up at night? You know, what, like, are you willing to sacrifice for actually? That would be a big thing because whenever you're pursuing something and you're trying to do something on a bigger scale, there's going to be a lot of sacrifices that you have to make. So yeah, what, what will you put at the top of those uh, priority lists? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> this happens to me all the time. That's no, okay. I think of an awesome question, <laughs> and then, but then, like, I'm so engrossed in the, the conversation, conversation, <laughs> and then that question's gone. No worries. I'm it sure it'll like, come back. <laughs> it was like the best question, by the way. <laughs> Top-notch question. Yeah, it'll come back in a moment. <laughs> but, anyways, um, where does your inspiration come from like just for an example Mm -hmm. sometimes when i'm going to bed Mm -hmm. and i can't sleep Mm kind of like what you're saying keeps you up at night yeah i'm just laying there and then all of a sudden things just start running through my mind and then that's where i create some awesome ideas yeah like for like magic tricks or routines and stuff for on stage yeah where is your most creative area or time ah My car. (laughs) Your car. Yeah. And actually it's really tragic because the car I'm speaking of just got totaled. So it's, (laughs) she's gone. But, um, ever since I had my license, I had, uh, uh, 2002 Santa Fe. So I spent like all my time in my, in my Fe. And that was where I got really used to, um, like how things sounded, um, in that car. So I was always like a, a bar for me too. It was like, okay, it sounds good in headphones. Like it sounds good through the, through the subs, but like, does it sound okay in the Faye? <laughs> Cause that right. was like, I knew how everything sounded in there okay. and it was my kind of like enclosed space. that was like super me. I had, you know, like stickers all over the dash and all that shit. Right. So it was like, <laughs> I just felt so comfortable and I would like sleep in that car so many nights, um, and drive around and just, uh, like, yeah, honestly, just drive like to the outskirts of town and and think about think about the creative th- things that are on your brain and try to you know put some lyrics together and and um, yeah, that was definitely like my spot. <laughs> and now now I have a uh, Nissan Rogue, <laughs> so it's pretty sweet too. It has like a Bose sound system, which I really enjoy. But um, it's it's not the same as the Faye. But um, I don't know. I guess I just like being alone and kind of like having that ox court <laughs> i can always just yeah. plug something in and be inspired or practice my with my own beats and listen to my own stuff if i need to right so is that i know this is more of like a technical question but do you prefer plugging directly in 
or Bluetooth? Oh, always okay? plug in directly in. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not super savvy with like tech. Like okay. <laughs> total opposite of what we have set up here. This is like <laughs> super awesome. Um, yeah, and plus I just like. Uh, my friends kind of make fun of me. They said, like, I swear you have a magnetic field. Like, electronics just break around you. <laughs> so, like, a cord for me is, like, that's a tangible thing. You plug it in here, you plug it in here. Like, this should not break. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing should go wrong. Um, the simpler, the better for me when it comes to that. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And I think the the sound quality, like, it's, it's more of a truer sound. Through, right, yeah, I guess. Cause through that, yeah. Less lag, and it's funny, kind of a side note, too, when you're listening to, like, a through Bluetooth, sometimes mm -hmm. there will be lag and it's almost as if it's like a CD skipping from back in the day. It's oh, like, yeah. Uh, we're in the future right <laughs> New now. New generation CD Shouldn't skipping. Shouldn't be skipping right now. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. It's like if it has to go through the air, like pass through Wi-Fi or whatever, like I don't think you're going to get the same quality. Yeah, exactly. So now with uh, the music, what would you call it? Music scene or music industry? There mm -hmm. we go. That's the right word. Yeah. Um, is our radio appearances still a really huge thing? Yeah, um, definitely. Like radio is making a comeback. Um, I've done, I did an interview with uh, Z99 when Funeral came out and we did uh, a really cool actually college campus radio session in Edmonton too when we nice. were there uh, just a couple of weeks ago and that was super dope. And like those guys are, you know, as into music as it gets. So like yeah. there's just records everywhere. It's like Sweet. a gold mine and you walk in there. It's awesome. Right. Cause it's all about music. It's all about the music. Yeah. And they know what um, is current. Like, you know, they're not just playing the top 40 hits or whatever. Like the campus yeah. radio is really where um, all that new stuff comes up. So it's, yeah, it's really, really cool, cool to be there. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. So where would you aim to have your, your music distributed? Oh, mm, like what uh, specific platform or like, yeah, exactly. Like uh, uh, radio, TV, Oh, okay. Um, or, uh, like what, what's the, what's the main place nowadays? Well, the internet yeah. <laughs> is honestly like as big as radio still is or was like the internet is king right now. So, um, streaming sites, like really it's good to get your stuff on playlists because not everyone's a music junkie. Not everyone has time to go through and sift through everything and find what they like and, you know, save it and play it over and over again. Like a lot of people are just listening to playlists that are curated by someone else. Oh, so yeah. So you go, you know, Spotify, you say that. Yeah. I've, for example. Okay. Yeah. You know, do you listen to curated playlists? Yeah. Yeah. So someone, um, will pick up the song, they'll put that on the playlist and then everyone out there that's following and listening uh -huh. will just hear it uh, right. without even knowing who you are they'll be like oh what is this it's on the yeah. playlist is sweet and then they'll save it hopefully and exactly or be like what's low you huh. know that's really cool mm -hmm. so playlists hey that's not playlists, something that i don't yeah. think i'd ever think of yeah that's that's definitely where like you get all the listens um hmm. yeah that's really cool mm -hmm. awesome all right <laughs> so anyone listening Got to start finding playlists. Yeah, totally. So how do you do that? Um, well, each platform will have a different, um, I guess, way about it. Like SoundCloud, you can go, you can listen to artist radios. So like I could curate my own radio station kind of thing. And yeah. Spotify um, users can tune into that and then listen to music that I enjoy. Okay. Um, or there's there's Spotify curated playlists where, you know, they just basically categorize them by genre or um, they categorize them by like you know, summer playlists are like, right. this is good for lounging, lounging oh, right. music, yeah, you know, chilling, yeah. whatever. And, um, there's a bajillion, like you can pick from anything that you're into and, and switch it up depending how you're feeling that day. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a good tool for sure to, to find new music that you're not, uh, you wouldn't otherwise hear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds really cool. So speaking of that, I guess, what are some other means of getting your work distributed, like other than playlists and, Mm -hmm. like other ways on the internet um youtube yeah. <laughs> it's a huge thing that i yeah YouTube's i'm trying to get hard. better at yeah that's oh, yeah. so hard yeah <laughs> you would know yeah for sure um i mean youtube there's there's also um like sync licensing too you can get uh placements like get your song in a movie or oh, on a television cool. show or whatever the case may be right. yeah if it fits um <laughs> there's a i feel like there's a million ways to go about it even um, 
like we were talking about more video just like with Instagram stories and Snapchat and I feel like there's so many ways to share things nowadays it's almost endless yeah um yeah so and it kinda, just keeps getting crazy yeah like, did you see what Facebook put out now you have stories on Facebook yeah like, well uh, I feel like they're late to the game <laughs> no yeah. offense Facebook but um yeah like I think recognizing that that's what people are into now like you you want to see a real person you want to see a, a live show you don't want to just see a picture of it or someone's comment on it after the fact you'd rather right. tune in at real time and see yeah. yourself at real time the the live aspect seems to be becoming more popular yeah definitely do you uh do anything with live um i try to um always yeah do live stories of my shows and stuff getting more oh, yeah getting more into it like i always um usually if i'm performing on a bill i'll like take videos of everyone else on the bill that i'm like yo this is hype and i'll like you know <laughs> take a video and then i forget to like hand my phone off when i go on yeah. stage so that's something i'm really trying to get better at doing <laughs> is like here can you take this video of me now because i am so bad at doing that and also terrible i like plugging my own shit i'm just like i'm usually like <laughs> everyone else so low-key like yeah um but like that's what people want to see so i'm trying to make that happen more for sure yeah, i was gonna ask you for tip on remember that because i have the same problem yeah like, you need to i make a video. whole story of building up to a show but yeah. then and then, nothing. and then you're not in it, <laughs> That's it. i know well, you got to be careful if someone's videoing you that they don't get hypnotized <laughs> forget yeah, what they're doing true. <laughs> or if you can hypnotize I, them into videoing you <laughs> right yeah actually you know what that's a i could probably work that, that into would be the a, show a crazy inception mind trick one of the volunteers just becomes my personal social media. You should person. totally do that. Wouldn't have to hire anyone. Yeah. Yeah. They won't That's even remember perfect. that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm using that. Write that idea down. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I just, I logged it mentally. So, okay. Throughout your entirely 25, if yeah. I remember correctly. Okay. Mm -hmm. So throughout the 25 past 25 years, what have you learned about your mind that has helped you to control your thoughts mm. <laughs> and maybe not control like hundred percent accuracy, but you know, maybe you're thinking of something negative and you want to flip it around mm -hmm. or maybe you just want to, you know, change your state. What have you learned about yourself that, um, my environment affects me a lot. Like if I'm in a slump and I'm thinking about something and I'm like, oh, you know, this is just the end of the world. I got to figure this out. Yeah. It just take a step outside. It's not the end of the world. You know, there's so much else going on. Um, yeah, that's something I definitely learned about myself. I get, I get ton of tunnel vision about things, which is, you know, good in a business sense because you get things done. But, um, in other aspects of your life, it's not so good to get super duper focused on one thing. Um, yeah. So just, just break out of it literally and you know physically and mentally break out of it and just go do something else for a while and like if, you, if you're happy with what you're focusing on then that's good to, you know get it done and um that's great but then also give yourself a reward after and like relax a little bit i i learned i need to relax more yeah, yeah everyone's always telling me you gotta chill out like i do so <laughs> many things i'm always on the go but i like it like that like i've always been like that so I, to me it's not tiring but um you know, you do have to remember to take a breath once yeah. in a while. Yeah. So what are your favorite ways to unwind and take a break? Um, I tried some meditation classes. I like those. Um, there's a place, a yoga place back home called Bodhi Tree. Uh, shout out to them. They're a pretty sweet spot. And uh, they have some really great guided medica med not medication, meditation <laughs> courses. And um, I also really like uh, treating myself to a massage once in a while. Okay. Yeah. If I, if I have a gift card or something, like that's the best. Just nice. And yeah, honestly, like use that time to, I even still have to concentrate on not thinking about other stuff while I'm on the massage table. But yeah, just like, yeah. I guess, being conscious of it and okay. like consciously turning your brain off for a while. And do you have a, a method to do that or it just comes natural for you? Mm, sometimes it's way harder than others, but um, I even started watching TV. I didn't really used to watch TV before, mm -hmm. but now I'll be like, hey, you have to watch an episode of something like a night for an hour to like just not think about other things. Right. Um, and that helps me relax a little bit too, even though it seems like a waste of time. Like that was always my thing. I was like, oh, TV's such a waste of time. Yeah. Like I could be doing other things at this hour. But sometimes you really need that in order to 
get your best work done when you're when you are focusing like right. you could be working all night but if your brain's drained like you're not gonna get anything done anyways yeah yeah so do you get a full night's sleep <laughs> no no sleep okay <laughs> my relationship with sleep is so whack like if you talk to anybody who's close to me they'll be like i don't know what is up with jessica and sleeping <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so like i said earlier i have sleep apnea so i never really get like a full night's rest i wouldn't like a good rest i wouldn't say um and but because so because of that like i can fall asleep at the drop of a hat like i'll be having conversation with you and i could just pass out at any time which is hilarious to some of my friends concerning to my mother <laughs> but um like i i don't know i sleep a lot but i don't feel like i ever actually sleep if that makes sense okay <laughs> so maybe you're not hitting the rem cycle or? yeah precisely yeah so you don't do you dream? I dream. Yeah. But it's usually like while I'm waking up in the morning or just as I'm falling asleep. Okay. I don't know. Um, I think, yeah, I, I definitely dream, but I don't feel rested ever. Really? Never. Oh man. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes that helps me stay awake. Like I've been known also to pull like three day, all like benders where I don't sleep if I have a project to get yeah. done or something. Um, it's like, and it's not as if it doesn't affect me as much as it would someone else. Cause I'm, I'm like always tired anyway. So I'm like, well, whatever. I'm just like yeah, still tired. So <laughs> whatever. So it can be productive, but a lot of the time it's counterproductive. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen while you're driving ever. <laughs> yeah. It's happened before, but I, oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know it's gotten a lot better though. Okay. Now that I know how to like deal with it. When I was an adolescent uh, stage of my life, that was, it was a lot harder, but can never stay awake in class like well <laughs> my teachers hated me you know <laughs> yeah but oh well actually you did one thing where i wore special glasses so oh. it looked like i was awake <laughs> and then i just <laughs> no. sat like this and uh, i was actually sleeping oh <laughs> uh, that's those magician tricks you got those cool glasses and, and that stuff. was before i was a magician too uh, which is funny i need those where'd you get those <laughs> i don't remember uh. i just had them they popped up <laughs> but yeah that's smart <laughs> So, okay. <laughs> I don't have a question. No, <laughs> that's but, okay. Uh, yeah. Anything kay. you want to say about yourself? <laughs> about myself? Uh, I don't like talking about myself. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm, I don't know, kind of modest, but I don't know. Yeah, I get it. But yeah. I actually, yeah, I did want to say though, um, for sleeping, mm -hmm. hypnosis might actually be a good way yeah. to get some rest in to, uh, to I'm help open you to relax anything. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm open to anything if you think you know how to make it happen <laughs> yeah Hip hypnosis me to sleep yeah <laughs> is that how you would word it yeah hypnotize hypnotize me to sleep right yeah yeah but i mean yeah well we can talk about that after. Mm -hmm. i'm not actually gonna hit <laughs> that's not what this podcast is about some okay. people uh it's funny they they see the name of the podcast, Cerebral Mind Control, and they're, and they're like, like, oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> do? Are you going to hypnotize me, control yeah. my mind? No. I think I asked that earlier today, actually. I was like, <laughs> wait, this isn't like a trap, is it? <laughs> no. No, not at all. Um, yeah, I hope you're having a good time, by the oh, way. Oh, no, definitely. And, yeah. uh, okay. So, getting on like the how much you work. How do you prioritize what needs to be done on a day-to-day -day basis? Um, well, my personal work starts after, <laughs> sorry, <coughs> after I leave my day job. So um, usually I'm thinking about it. And by the time I get home, I have sort of a list in my head of what I have to get done by the next day, who I have to email back or what, what the case may be. Okay. Um, I mean, if I have a studio session book, like that always takes precedence you know because you always want to put your best foot forward when you're recording um yeah but um most of the time it's it's a lot of just like festival applications and emails and just remembering to get back to people and so uh in terms of that i guess it's always like what's the most pressing you right. know who needs to really get an answer soonest and okay um yeah i guess that, that's sort of how it goes fair enough yeah yeah, yeah so yeah because like for myself, I don't know. Sometimes I just write them all down in yeah. no particular order, and then I just do them in a random order, just whatever. Yeah. Is there. And then sometimes it's like, 
well, you should have done this one first. <laughs> I totally am guilty of that. I, except I don't write it down. I just type it into my notes app and then I put the little check mark beside it. And oh, like, yeah. that's my little like reward. It's like, you oh, don't check use mark. the reminders app? No, it has I like should. a built in check mark. Oh, kind my of God. Thing. Yeah. I, I learned something new today. I'll try that. Nice. Okay. So, what would you say to an aspiring young female or male artist mm. who maybe gets made fun of for thinking that they could do something like that. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that person? Um, there is so much beyond elementary school, beyond high school. Um, if you are into something at that young of an age and you're passionate enough about it, uh, that's a really special thing actually. And if people want to poke fun of it because it's not, um, a typical course of trajectory you know it's not like you know don't want to be a lawyer or a doctor you want to be a puppeteer or something you know but um that's fine like that is really sweet and uh you should definitely definitely dive into it and um explore it more before somebody talks you out of it because you know all the best ideas come from risks and weird 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 ideas like usually end up being the ones that are genius. So, um, don't, don't take whatever ridicule to heart. Um, definitely just, just focus on you and focus on uh, your craft. And, um, if you get better at it, you know, they'll probably stop making fun of you. Right. Cause uh, you'll just get made fun of at first. And... and then you'll be like, yo, I'm really good at this. And they'll be like, Oh, that's actually pretty sweet. I wish I could do that. And then you'll be <laughs> like, yeah, you should have hopped on board when I said it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> So you just got back from Canadian Music Week. Yes. Right? Yeah. Why don't you talk about that? Oh, Canadian Music Week was so much fun. Um, I was so happy to be a part of it this year. I went last year and uh, just for the conference and to like you know see the festival, but I didn't have yeah. a showcase. And this year I had a showcase, and I was so happy um, just to yeah to get to to go and be an artist of CMW Seventeen was great. And I love Toronto so much. Uh, we had probably too much fun there actually. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of late nights, um, but that's how you meet all the best people and make some great connections. So it was really cool. Yeah, I um, I met Shad at the Drake, which oh, was wow. really cool. That's so awesome. <laughs> I don't know if you'll ever listen to this, but yeah, enjoyed our chat, uh, Shad. We, um, I just ran into him at the bar and I was like, hey, uh, I'm a fan. And he was like, oh, yo, he's actually so nice. Like, you never know how someone is going to respond when, you know, they're, exactly. they're pretty well known and whatnot. Um, but him and I actually share uh the same producer so uh one of the guys that i source beats from and work with uh, out of poland uh worked on his tsol album oh cool so i talked to him about that for a little bit he's like oh yeah like i love ariel like high speed's <laughs> so sick and yeah it was really great to just chat with him on like a human level and again i suck at plugging i didn't even mention like the low name or anything i was no? just like hey like this is sweet and you're cool <laughs> like <laughs> had a really like real combo with him but that that was cool yeah and toronto's just full of people like that you know um that are doing sweet things and that are passionate and um and it was great to be there with the trifecta crew like that makes everything so much better yeah because you're all friends yeah we're just like fam and everyone gets it and everyone's so supportive and um it's just a great a great environment a great group of people to be with that's awesome yeah so how did you meet Shad? He's just like, <clears throat> random, just out there? Yeah, well, we went to the Drake Hotel, and um, it was a Friday night, so, like, for, I don't know, those of you who uh, don't frequent Toronto or don't know about the Drake, um, it's, like, a pretty iconic uh, hotel-slash-bar-slash-music venue in Toronto, and um, Drake doesn't actually own it, I found out. So I had to ask, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I get this all the time. Our waiter was like, you know... Everyone thinks Drake owns this hotel, but it's good for business because it brings people in. They yeah. think it's his place. But um, apparently Drake copped the name from the hotel slash. There's also like a Drake general store there. Okay. So apparently like he kind of used that name to his advantage when he was trying to like build his monopoly on Toronto. Yeah. It was like he associated himself with that. But um, yeah, so we, we just went there because we knew it would be popping and there'd be good music. And it was and it was great. And we went down to the basement Um and uh he yeah he was just like there <laughs> and i was just like hey and i wasn't even gonna bother him and then he turned around and it's like looked right at me and i was like 
Hey, <laughs> like that was when I was just like, Hey, I'm going to talk to him. But so is this event like a Canadian, Canadian music week event? That no, you went to? It was just, we luckily, they had a thing, um, where like, if you had a artist wristband for CMW, they let you bypass the line. Okay. Um, so in that sense, like it was sort of part of the festival, but it's just like always bumping there on the weekends and there's always a lineup and okay. yeah, there's always good DJs and stuff there every weekend. So sweet. Yeah. I think there's a Drake in, uh, in like Banff or something. Oh yeah. Or Canmore. Oh. It's either Banff or Canmore. I think there's Pee -pee. also a Drake, uh, the Drake there. Cool. But yeah. Anyways, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you'll play there one day too. <laughs> oh, I would, uh, I would love to. Like that's where I like so many up and coming artists go through there, like at the Drake. And oh, that's, yeah. it's like one of those stages that's like, it's not a huge stage yet, but it's like one of those underground big stages kind yeah. of thing. It's like yeah. a, one that everyone wants to check off their list. Totally. Of yeah. That and like playing at the velvet underground, we went and checked out a showcase there. Um, uh, Xavier Omar was playing there and he put on a really good live show. So that was fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. So who's the, the number one, artists that you look up to oh man it's gonna sound cheesy probably but like the weekend yeah <laughs> um i mean yeah he's, he's canadian right yeah. yeah totally he's canadian and he's obviously on such a world stage right now but um i find inspiration in his um lack of fucks if i can say that like yeah. he kind of just says whatever he wants and um and he again was sort of pioneering that that genre, that new wave sound that wasn't really uh, popular at the time when he was coming up and when he was releasing his mixtapes. Um, but yeah, I, like bringing it back to the femininity and everything, like I don't think women uh, are really like allow I me mean, we're allowed but we're not encouraged to be so explicit and i kind of want to like take a page from the weekend's book and just be like okay this is like the woman's side of yeah. what he's talking about and um yeah i just uh definitely look up to him a lot look up to um i mean I, yeah <laughs> a lot of people i guess there's a lot of people running to my brain right now but definitely he's probably at the top of the list nice yeah i like it yeah because uh i don't know I like to ask that question because mm -hmm. everyone always asks me about the magicians one. Right. Yeah. It's David Copperfield. Of course. David Blaine. Yeah. But yeah. I saw everyone. David Copperfield once when he came to Regina and it was oh, yeah. like super sick. My mom took me to him when I was a kid. Did he do the one where he does the time travel thing? Yeah. He transported these people from the balcony yeah. to like some beach somewhere yeah. and like, um, and then they took like a photo or something. Yeah. Right? Crazy shit. <laughs> craziness. Like, I don't even know. I don't even begin to pretend to, even wrap my head around those things like you know you imagine like i would say most people jump to like oh obviously it's fake but right. um i like i heard i don't know how um reliable this source was but like from the people that supposedly got transported that they didn't even know like what was going on it was very like i didn't even like i i don't know how it happened and like that's cool yeah when it's the your subjects still don't even like understand what, what's right. going on like you've definitely mastered master the art i'd say yeah are you gonna plan a, a trick like that anytime soon <laughs> i don't know <coughs> maybe similar yeah i have a feeling that maybe he's using hypnosis so oh, yeah. i think it's good that i've Mastered attained that, that and, yeah yeah that made, makes that sense because maybe sense. they were hypnotized to forget what was happening yeah or like maybe they're just put out under and then yeah. have you seen that it's a uh, darren brown special do you know have you heard of darren Brown? um i think i've heard but no i okay. don't think i've seen there's this special he does where well it's on tv and youtube and whatnot okay. where he has uh people playing this special video game in like an arcade or a bar okay and then there's flashes on the screen and i don't know if this guy was previously hypnotized once before or not they don't really show that mm -hmm. but they make it seem as though it's the flashes on the screen that hypnotize him right so he's playing the zombie game oh. and then he thinks he goes like out and then they put him on like a stretcher, take him across the, the road mm -hmm. and then into a building, which is the exact same layout as the game he was just playing. Oh, trippy. And he thinks he's like in the game. Exactly. Yeah. And then he thinks he's playing it like fully. That's crazy. That would be terrifying. <laughs> Poor guy. He was a little terrified. Yeah. But I All think... of a sudden you're in the zombie apocalypse. Not sure how you got there. Right. But then at the very end of it, brings him out, puts him out again, and then puts him back in front of the game. Oh, uh, yeah. So then it's like, he really, what? <laughs> does it, what does he explain happened? it? Is it like, you just got punked ever? Or is it like, he um, just lets him go and <laughs> believe it? As far as I remember, 
they don't show it on on the show on the show right whether or not they actually revealed what happened but mm -hmm. i'm sure by now he would know he's yeah. probably seen himself on youtube exactly yeah yeah because it's a uh, it's pretty crazy like that is crazy that's pretty ingenious idea to try and yeah yeah so I, I definitely would do something similar but completely different yeah if that if that exists <laughs> yeah no i get what you mean use hyp hypnosis to yeah to yeah create a bigger picture and that that would be really cool so i have a kind of a weird question because it's uh it's something that can't happen through hypnosis mm -hmm. and it's i just want it's like a hypothetical situation that an evil hypnotist obviously not me <laughs> right you're the <laughs> but, good kind <laughs> and he went around to everybody that you knew and ever met mm -hmm. all your fans and he or she <laughs> hypnotized them to completely erase you from their memory right and now there's one thing that you could create and whatever you create mm -hmm. has to embody everything that is you right and then that would reverse the hypnosis instantly the moment that they watched maybe it was a video maybe it's a song maybe mm. it's just like something you wrote or something that you made what would you do holy mac that's a hard question um it would have to be something that involved everything like all the senses i think like the sense of smell is such a strong memory evoking thing um ah maybe a video because that would be like the most visual and audio representational. Ah, I don't know if I have an answer for that right now. I'm just like thinking out loud at the moment. But um, I guess like to put on a performance, like because I, I am very expressive that way. So I think like even if no one knew me as low, if they just knew Jess, like they would still recognize me on stage as the person that I am. Right. Okay. And, um, and then vice versa would be if they knew low, they would recognize low, but, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's hard. <laughs> so I guess, uh, maybe another way to put it is what is something that screams low or screams Jessica, like something that all your fans know, all your friends <sighs> And then it's like maybe it's just one little thing that you do that's like, uh, like I twirl my hair. I play with my hair a lot. Okay. Flip my hair around. Um, that might be the biggest thing about me. Uh, that seems really late, but okay. that's like a yeah a tick of mine. I don't okay. know. My hair has always been a big part of my identity, weirdly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you <laughs> that's haven't a stupid done it answer, isn't right it? Oh. <laughs> it's because it's in a ponytail. It's on yeah. purpose. <laughs> Fair enough. <coughs> mm. yeah like if um, really like if there was a comedian that was maybe doing a satire of you okay what, what would <laughs> what would they do to to bring out the okay. different quality <laughs> um yeah there'd be a lot of hair twirling there'd be a lot of um a lot of black <laughs> i wear okay. a lot of black usually uh a lot of um, ramen. <laughs> a, lot of ramen. Nice. a lot of <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. Um, mm, <laughs> I'm at a loss. I guess like maybe that'd be a better question to ask somebody else that knows me really well because I, I'm gonna, maybe it's not I, something that you notice <laughs> that yourself. I notice yeah. always. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. I'm always late. That would probably be a, a, I wasn't late you for this. Early I know that's like, I was walking out that's of the like house a like, miracle. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I would, they would probably make fun about that. Um, definitely. Okay. I think a lot of creative people are late though. Like I read this thing that was just kind of like creative people run on a different timeline. Like you kind of always think you have more time than you do because you're optimistic about everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, think, oh, I can do all of this. Yeah, I can get two this hours. all done. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, that would probably be a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, I always do that where I'm like, oh yeah, I can edit these many, this many videos. I can get a podcast ready. Mm -hmm. I can do this many emails. Like the entire works day, uh, day of work. Mm -hmm. I can do that all in like five hours. Yeah. And then I don't. And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> How come I didn't get it done in half yeah. the time that obviously it would have taken me? <laughs> Um, yeah, I procrastinate a lot, so I'll, 
even if I know something's like for sure going to take me longer than the time I've given myself to do it, I will like add you work better when you have a done. deadline. Always, yeah. yeah. I like almost need a deadline to get things done. Um, because I'll also just sit there and overthink and overthink and you know redo it and just uh, until I have like a hard hard deadline, that's mm-hmm. when I'll really push something out. What's your next deadline? Um, the UK. <laughs> it's like, and when is that again? Oh, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. flying. Well, flying out then in the the first showcase is on the eleventh. So um, yeah, just giving myself enough time, I guess, to be totally as prepared for that as I can be. Um, and so then, actually, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. I guess when people are listening to this, they'll be listening after or maybe during. You're actually yeah. while you're there. Okay. Just because. Uh, just the timing of everything. Yeah, for sure. So people that want to follow that journey Mm -hmm. that are listening right now, or maybe the journey already happened, where should they be going to see that? Oh, uh, definitely follow, just follow on me on social media. Which (laughs) ones uh, do you prefer? Or Um, all of them? Yeah. I mean, I have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud. They're all the same handle. Um, it's low flow music. So it's L O A F L O music at, you know, whatever. Yeah. On on all of them. And then you can email me at that too. If you ever have a question or you want to collaborate or whatever, um, low flow music at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, I try and keep you guys posted. Of course, the trifecta pages too are really good to follow. They, they sometimes post more than I do even. Um, so yeah, trifecta YQR on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You guys can follow them too. And then you'll not only see me, but you'll see everyone on the trip. And I mean, I'll be done posting a lot of everyone on the trip too but yeah it's yeah. cool different perspectives yeah like you even can when you guys were in toronto it was cool seeing like uh seeing vibrators perspective yeah. and then seeing uh, marvin's and then yeah, yours and, yeah. some of the people are saying they're like yeah we could see like the whole event but from like the yeah. 360 angle of it yeah that's really cool so yeah you were talking about the uh, europe coming up here mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you need to prepare for that um well, specifically, we're doing some Glindwire TV sessions that um, require some acoustic songs. So my style is not really acoustic. Um, it, so, you know, um, transforming some of the tracks to be more intimate and be more acoustic is going to be a bit of a challenge. Um, but will be really fun, I think. And I think they'll end up sounding really beautiful. So I'm excited to try that and do that. And um that's that's one thing that's kind of like pressing in my mind and then of course just like you just want it to be as good as possible so just practice 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 and yeah um yeah yeah i guess that's that's it practicing did you ever practice the wrong way before um the thing is what i always practiced um differently because before i i started doing things with 808s and all the backtracks and the, you know, making it a whole production. Um, I was really big into like musical theater and like more acapella things. Um, so practicing for that's very different than practicing for the low set because you can't just, you can sing the songs, but there's so many more elements that you kind of have to blend with and you have to think about and consider when you're on stage, when I'm on stage doing that. Um, whereas before I could just practice in my car and it would be like pretty much the same. right? Right. Um, but I, I learned how to practice, like, I guess the actual, like, um, uh, ritual of practicing and the discipline of it at a very young age, just growing up playing piano and, um, playing the harp and being part of all these things. Like I, I learned the repetition and the, how to focus really early on. So right. I think that, um, that benefits my practicing now okay. I know like what is, um, what, like, uh, what do they call it? There's like focused practice and then there's practice that it doesn't, you don't retain it. So, um, there's a big difference in knowing like when you're actually bettering and improving than rather just going through the motions and not really thinking about those things. Okay. (coughs) Sorry. No problem. So how do you, like someone that doesn't practice that way, Mm -hmm. how do you begin to get to that point where you're noticing that you're getting better? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I can mostly just speak on singing. Like you'll start to recognize when you're, um, 
voice is stronger. Like I always I hate I hate the gap of like going from um, practicing for a show and being super warmed up all the time. Like your your vocal cords are just bang on. Okay. And then maybe you go through a season where you don't have anything coming up and you're not practicing on a regular basis. And then trying to work up to that point again is just so frustrating because you like you know what your voice can do and you know what your abilities are capable of, but, um, you, you have to get back there. You have to get back into the habit of, of, um, training yourself and getting in that mindset and knowing like exactly what you're capable of. Um, and it, it's always like, it, it would be great to just stay at that point all the time. Um, but that'd be, that'd be like hard, I think for anyone. Right. Um, yeah, but I think you'll, you'll definitely notice like whatever it is, whatever your practice is, whatever you're trying to get better at, um, maybe just set, set some goals for yourself. And I don't mean like big goals. I mean like little incremental ones that you can actually see like small progress because yeah. big progress takes a lot of time. Um, but sp small progress is still progress and that's how you get to the bigger progress. So just like very, very small things that you want to achieve, um, out of your practice and, and small things eventually end up being big things. So yeah, just got to build upon them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'd like to find out the last few things because mm -hmm. I know you have a, a, yeah, it's a two hour drive. It's not <laughs> yeah, bad, it's not so bad. Two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So a two hour drive of one of your favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. You get to create some stuff on the way home soon. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, what would you, no, not sorry. Yeah. Wh what would you say? is one of the main or biggest things that you've learned from your career that you apply to the rest of your life. Like if, for instance, uh, something for myself in magic mm -hmm. and hypnosis, I've learned that, you know, you have to drop a coin a hundred oh, yeah. thousand times before you'll get before the sleight you, of hand. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or you have to drop an entire deck of cards and do 52 pick. Like I'm the best at 52 pick up, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. That's a skill in <laughs> itself. See? <laughs> so yeah. Like what, what's something that you've learned in your career? Um, I think probably the biggest thing aside from, yeah, learning to fail is like something I'm still struggling with. Um, yeah, you don't get good at, at anything um, unless you fail at it a hundred times. And again, that sounds really cliche, but it's like so, so, so true. Um, but the other thing I'd say is working with people. Um, like we live in a society, I think, that can be so exclusive and um, in, you know, be inclusive, like talk, talk to people, reach out to people. You know, I wouldn't be here if you hadn't reached out to me and, not, you know, now we'll know each other and um, your network will grow from there. But just be good to people. And um, I think you will succeed because, you know, you learn from new people and um, that that's that's the key to life, <laughs> to anything that you want to be better at and pursue. Just. Um, reach out and expand your network and yeah, be kind and be genuine and don't, don't try to take shortcuts cause that'll never get you far. I like it. Yeah. That's, that's really powerful. I hope you guys <laughs> carefully, if not rewind and listen to it again, that was very, very important and very wise words. Now I just want to take a few moments just to say thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for teaching me so much. Oh, thanks and for you're such a hardworking person but you're so laid back. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, it almost, you almost give off the vibe that it's easy, but mm -hmm. I know that <laughs> you're putting in the work in mm -hmm. which I appreciate. And like, it's, it's rare to, to meet those types of people. So thank you for coming on here and sharing your, your story and, and teaching myself and everyone that's watching and listening. So yeah, thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. It's been great. It's great. Been Great talking to you, and I, I, yeah, I had a great time. Awesome. Is there maybe anything that we didn't touch upon that you wanted to talk about? Oh, I'm sure there's probably a million things. Um, think of them on the drive. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give a shout out to um, we already did to Marvin and the, to the trifecta squad. I'll give a yep, shout yep. out to Walter um, if he's listening or watching this. He's uh, he's the man that does all the things that I can't do. He's my my main producer, and okay. uh, he's great. And my you know family, everyone, my friends, they're all really sweet. And you can't like, again, as you can't succeed unless you have a good support system and everything. So right. yeah. Shout out to everyone else. And 
Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Right on. Well, thanks for watching and listening, everyone. And thank you, Lo, for coming out. Thank you. Have a good day. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was episode number 54 of the Cerebral Mind Control Podcast with Lowe. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Please subscribe if you aren't already. Like and even share this with somebody that you feel would benefit from learning in this episode. Be sure to also check out Lowe on her social media and look out for her tour dates and definitely see her live. Now, thank you so much once again. And remember... Go out there every single day and work as hard as you can towards your goals.